0: starting point for the video and the audio to match, right? Excellent. There we go. Hello again from Grove Studios in Ypsilanti, Michigan. I'm John Bomarito. It's another Acoustic Alternatives podcast. Grove Studios, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, is a studio in Ypsilanti that you can rent space if you're a band or a DJ or a podcaster to... Get out of the garage and get into a studio where you're not annoying your neighbors, unless their neighbors happen to be me today. Uh, <laughs> you have a band down the hall that might or might not interrupt our session a little bit, but I'm very happy to welcome the Rough and Tumble, <laughs> Mallory and Scott are joining me for a session today, and it's good to see both of you. You look fantastic. Hey, oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. It's Thanks. Great, to, great to be here. The great road is to be seen. the road is good to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of the time.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how good
2: we are to the road, but yeah. but uh, yeah, the road has been good to us these yeah, past few weeks so. for sure.
0: Well, we're going to dig into your history a little bit oh after, boy. I think we start with a song, though. Yeah. I think a song would be a great way so to start. sounds good. Let's do it. What, what are what we are doing?
1: doing? Let's do, um... Alabama? Let's do Alabama. Start with a love song, yeah, kind of, yeah, a yeah, kind of, like,
0: sort of love a, kinda song. kind of, sort
1: of love song. This is from our uh, EP, Love is Gross, But It Looks Good on You. <laughs> Looks like this. <laughs> Ready? Ready? Yeah. One, two, three.
3: I woke up this morning in Alabama Just in time to see the sun wake up up the trees trees. Just in time to hear the trees wake up up the birds Just in time to find that I woke up in Alabama Well, you were still asleep in Tennessee
4: Oh
0: Up to him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: now I do. <laughs> well,
0: the rough and tumbler, my guest today on Acoustic Alternatives, Mallory and Scott, a uh, uh, teeny tiny folk band from. And there's no yeah. answer for that. There is, there? there is no
2: answer to that. Not, from not yet
1: anymore.
2: Anyway. Ellipses. Yeah. Ellipsilantes. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's presen- <laughs> yeah. Ellipses. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Nashville. Formed, but really yeah. the home is the home that's in the home parking is, lot, right? That's, now.
2: that's right, yeah. yeah. Right next about, to
1: the tow truck, that's making us so nervous. So no,
2: no, very no, nervous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We um, we did live in East Nashville for for about five years, five and years? then um, almost eight years ago, we sold everything we owned, bought a sixteen foot camper, and have been living out of that um, with two dogs and uh, now a hamster that we found in a clue trap. What? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, were, we were taking a walk down in Florida, and there was just this. We thought it was a mouse in a glue trap and so still, we like still got alive. It, and
1: yeah, we got the mouse off of the glue trap, and then we sent a picture of the mouse to the wildlife center, and we were like, oh, we found this very rare mouse. Where <laughs> do you want me to release it back? It's it's fine now. And they were like, don't release it back because that is not a That's mouse. Not, that is a, a hamster.
3: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. so so now we, we have a hamster named Goo. Now we Goo. have a hamster. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fair enough. <laughs> We've
1: had it for about a year and a half now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, and she's still, like, running around on her yeah. wheel.
0: Doing her thing. we hamster-powered. Yeah. I'm a dog person. I have to meet your dogs before you guys go. Oh, okay. yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're crazy. They're crazy, yeah. They're
1: not. I mean, no, they're actually, they're, they're one of them's dogs. very, one half of them is calm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one half of the three, the two. Sorry, <laughs> of the, of the, the, the two. two, yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's like a quarter. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, it kind of <laughs> balances out the humans. Yeah.
0: A little bit. <laughs> well, you just played a song from this delicately handmade mm-hmm. EP, which is called Love is Gross, But It Looks Good on You. And yeah. over the years, you've released a variety of different kinds. Like, this is a professionally made CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've got, like, very early things that come in paper bags. And yes. You're so crafty. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what to expect from it. And then the, the, the newest thing, really, I mean, I think it's the newest. Everything Goes Viral But My Band is digital only. It is. Yeah. It is. Like, well, make yeah. up your yeah. mind, will you? yeah. Well, yeah. What's it going to be?
1: It, it, everything Goes Viral But My Band was such a weird situation, too, because it um, – like it spans. It happened while we were in lockdown, like yeah. initially, and it was all songs that um, were commissions. Like people reached out to us and said, "Can I commission a song for oh, you nice. since you don't have any work?" And we were like, "Yes." Okay. So, um, but we only had at the time we only had a,
2: a like ta- a cassette tape recorder, like one of those Tascam four track cassette tape recorders. And uh, we were
1: staying in Scott's parents' house at the time, and so we. Um, it, it like was a real throwback to Scott's childhood yeah. of like recording on cassettes and sneaking his girlfriend in.
2: Right, <laughs> I, I didn't have a girlfriend when <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, did. You're the best thing that <laughs> <you> ever happened. <laughs> though, yeah, yeah, um, yeah and so uh, yeah, so that project, you know, we we just tossed it up online because. Because it was locked down, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and then what a, what a weird of time that was. Continued,
1: so yeah. it was like a two. It's like a two-year project, and so like you can hear the technology getting better yeah. as yeah. it goes. But it's yeah.
0: definitely varying degrees of quality, <laughs> and not yeah. not, not uh-huh. that the songs aren't quality, no, but the recording yeah, no, quality. No, for is sure, that, yeah.
1: and it's just kind of what we had and we made do, and it, uh, it was fun. Some of those songs we've re-recorded or have or have marked down for future use as well. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, when it's over was my favorite from that collection. Oh. Just for oh, the record. Great. Yeah. Oh great. And that
1: made it on the Love is Gross. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. Yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. It. That's yeah. good to and, hear.
0: And just so you feel better about this, the latest Patty Griffin album you may or may not know is a collection of things that she recorded on cassettes that oh, were, no had never been released. Oh, just funny. little You know, like cassette tapes are terrible. Every, yeah, everybody
2: knows of that, But like we have this real soft spot for we for do. cassette tapes yeah. and, and for the albums that were recorded on them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um
1: Yeah. I mean, my first recordings were all on cassette. Like I had a little, my mom bought me a little karaoke machine so I could like record myself singing so I could hear myself back and then you know, wildly critique myself. I have no trauma whatsoever. Um, and
0: and this album says differently. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. Gotcha. I pay attention. Oh (laughs) man, you have
1: been doing your research. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I do have a soft spot for cassettes for that reason. Like that's how I heard music, you know, not only just heard music for the first time, but heard myself for the first time. So,
0: yeah. Me too, actually. I mean, it's a weird little... You probably don't remember these things that were released in the 60s and 70s, but this guy, Dickie Goodman, used to make records that were interviews with people, and he would mm-hmm. sample hit records for the answers, so he would ask whoever a question, and then the answer would be a little bl- blip of a song. Oh, cool. I used to make those myself yeah. when I was oh, young, like cool. with, with my limited record collection, sure. with ELO and whatever. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I it love was, that. I have those... Somebody transferred them to CD for me from this like Kmart cassette tape that probably is as brittle as, yeah. oh, that's, as Bone at this that's, point. That's fantastic. It's pretty funny to You know that, to
2: that is something that we we kind of miss in like the digital world where you know everything is up on Spotify or Apple Music, you know, and um, but but you miss you do miss like that ability to to make something with um, you know with other people's recorded music mm-hmm. like yeah. a, a playlist is is great it's easy to do but right. it's mm-hmm. not the same as you know uh,
1: like physically making something with your hands in ex- this way exactly yeah. and and mm-hmm. that's kind of
2: why we hearken back to that with. You know the Love Is Gross CD, where we hand stamped all of them, and you know that's our handwriting on it. You know it—it was.
0: um, It's not numbered, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I know. I know.
1: (laughs) We've heard from a few DJs who are upset. (laughs) No, not upset.
0: It's just like almost expected. You've gone that far. You may as well number them too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of a hundred. So yeah, but um, it—you
2: know—it's—it's—it's nice to get something uh, musical, you know,
0: physically.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, physical
0: and musical sure. at the same mm-hmm. time so yeah well if it's not an uncomfortable subject I always like to get into the background of the people who are in the studio with me like yeah. your, your childhood Mallory unfortunately, <laughs> might, might be <laughs> traumatic yeah. but I mean I already put it on a record May I, as well I, I <laughs> know but on I mean, the record. Tell, where, where did you grow up
1: I grew up in western Pennsylvania okay. yeah I grew up in um, just north of Pittsburgh by about 40 45 miles in an old steel town that was shut down. Um, and it is now becoming almost a suburb of Pittsburgh as, it, as the city is is growing. But um, when I grew up there, it was just kind of a beat-down town and among a lot of really beat-down people who always felt like they were being slighted. So um, I've traveled – like I mean, we've obviously traveled a lot in the country. And when I say I'm from western Pennsylvania, I will often get – a response of people who say, oh, that's a mean part of the country. And they are not wrong. <laughs> yeah, like it mean. is, it tends to be, or at least when, like, you know, during my childhood, like there is this, this persona of of roughness. I mean, they were hit maybe the hardest during the Great Depression when all the steels, mm-hmm. uh, steel mills shut down. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to slip into my Western PA yeah, accent. But, but it happens. Steel mills, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. all the steel mills were shut down. Um, but it, it it is a, it's a bedraggled, um, sort of area that almost prides itself on being bedraggled. And, and I think when you really focus on, on the ways that you were slighted, you become that in this way. And so, um, that's, that's the region. And then there's also my family (laughs) on top of that, but yeah. Yeah. But Look, enough about oh, also, me. Also, <laughs> also terribly beautiful.
2: You know, it's uh, that is the thing, right? The contrast, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It is incredibly beautiful really? there. Like I, um, I, I am a firm believer that there are two kinds of people. There are tree people and there are sky people. And there are people who feel safer in the trees, and there are people who feel safer in open skies. And I'm definitely a tree person, and I attribute that to being from Western PA because okay. you were always like kind of wrapped in this blanket of. Um, yeah, which
0: could make you claustrophobic. I could see that. (laughs) How did you entertain yourself as a kid? What did you do for fun?
1: Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in the woods and I spent a lot of time, um, listening to music and, um, playing on my karaoke machine and singing. And, uh, I, I, grew up with three older siblings. I was the youngest of four and I was definitely not, the favorite of the siblings among the siblings you're my, so, you're my favorite yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> Me too. but um but it was uh, sort of a childhood of a lot of imagination because I didn't have a lot of playmates within the family mm-hmm. um and so I made a lot of friends as well and so I no no real complaint I mean other than all the complaints we put on the record mm-hmm. um <laughs> no real complaints <laughs> with like the the way that I grew up in the um in the sort of like I mean I also watched a ton of television you know what I mean and and it wasn't like I was completely restricted or cut off from the outside world um but I spent a lot of time in the woods you know just thinking and writing and um and my mom was very encouraging of of that so
0: what was your favorite tv show
1: Oh, don't make me pick that. <laughs> okay, then uh, you there were so many. Like I watched so much TV. I actually, I, sp- I actually was going to be a film and uh, TV radio major because I, 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 well, I was a major in that because I just loved TV
2: so much. But it's, it's really funny. As we'll be driving down the road, Mallory will just get a, a jingle stuck in her head, and, and I'll say, what, what, what is did, that? What and did I'm you like, oh, just oh, You know sing. that? You know yeah, that? Yeah, and it's from like, from the eighties, yeah or nineties. You know. Yeah, and,
1: and, and then yeah. I'll have to track it down on the internet, and yeah. I am just like of jingles and you know because of
0: all the tv because
1: of all the tv I watched I
0: probably have that same problem from a different era since I'm a bit (laughs) older than you but yeah Yeah. I I still quote things that were only relevant to me from you know whatever time period I spent time watching TV yeah yeah what about karaoke machine what were you singing along to you Karen Carpenter mostly yes
1: (laughs) I I loved Karen Carpenter and so I listened to I listened to her constantly and then would try and mimic her voice back and um
0: beautiful voice it is
1: an incredible voice and so I I also listened to a lot of like 90s country and so that was that was the main wash of music other than hymns and you know church music I was Mm -hmm. always listening to 90s country and so I spent a lot of time trying to just imitate other women's voices because I because I loved it because it was a fun thing to try and do with my voice, and um, and it was something that I could do, and I could spend hours of time kind of dedicating to doing that. So I'm 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 self I'm kind of grateful for all of the solitude because I'm self-taught in that way, you know, out of boredom. <laughs> out, out of boredom. <laughs>
0: favorite carpenter song.
1: Oh dang, I do. <sighs> I'll
0: go superstar.
1: See, superstar is not my favorite because Sorry. I once made a karaoke tape. This is so weird. My oldest sister, I didn't know she was making fun of me at the time. And she will admit it now. Uh, She's the one that I talk to. We are actually friends now. But um, she made fun of me so hard. But her best friend was obsessed with Karen Carpenter. And so she had me make a karaoke tape of Karen Carpenter. And I remember singing Superstar on there as well. And she gave it to her friend for uh, his birthday, and um, I just remember them singing over and over again, "Baby, baby, 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 oh
3: baby," like that. And I was
1: so embarrassed that, like, every time I think of that song, I just think Sorry. of you know
0: that more <laughs> trauma. John, good job. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. move on to Scott. Yeah, so yeah, can yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to do a good interview, Mallory. No. Come on, <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt you, Scott. No,
1: no, no. I'm I'm totally fine now. Yeah, okay, good. No.
0: Yeah. What's what's your background, Scott? Where
2: are you from? Uh, I, I grew up in. Dinuba, California, which is the um, it's there in the the Central Valley of California. It's a it's the former raisin capital of the world. Oh, yeah. Former, um, former. I love raisins. I oh, love I, I do too. Very few people who does. Yeah, you would you would love Dinuba. They well, ever, you would have you would have <sighs> loved it um, back when they were the raisin capital of the world. <laughs> now they've moved on to, to oranges and stuff, but they still have a raisin day parade and, oh, okay. and uh, used God. to have a, a raisin queen. And, oh, okay. uh, well, no, tell
1: no. tell him that your grandma knew my the sun.
2: grandma knew the original sun made. Uh, lady the, the, the one that's on that yeah, yeah 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 no the, way the, the, the model they used for small that, world so. can i yeah. have your autograph yeah i know right
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what was it like growing up there i mean was it too much sunshine and you know it, it was a lot of sunshine and um not I, like pennsylvania
2: no yeah. not like pennsylvania it um although probably not as much sunshine as they're getting now um it's um uh you know it was a very very dusty place um we grew up in the country and um played a lot of basketball um Got into music kind of early on. Played played saxophone growing up, and mm-hmm. um, uh, actually one of the first songs I remember playing was uh, um, on on the saxophone was uh, the the Carpenters. What's their their very I'm famous on one? On the top of the world. No, not that one. The oh. um, we've
0: only just begun. We've only not just
2: we've begun. only just begun. Why am I not remembering this? It's it's the Why uh is this embarrassing. Um, the, the eyes of blue, stardust in your hair. Mm, Star- the day
3: that you were born, born the angels got, got together. together.
2: Yeah, we can only sing that much though for the radio, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, can't do yeah, covers. Yeah, sorry about um, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, played a lot of saxophone. <laughs> uh, got into guitar in uh, in junior high, and and just kind of kind of really really took to that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so. Did you play in the high school band or anything like that? I did. Yeah. I um, I so yeah, played saxophone in the, in the high school band and. Uh, we were taking this trip to uh, my senior year of high school. I, um, The band was taking a trip to the St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York. And weeks before that, <laughs> I, I was playing basketball and I tore my ACL. Mm. And, um, Sick brag about basketball. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going up for I I missed the layup, though. So um, <laughs> I was going up for a layup and I um, I missed, or my leg went out and I, I tore my ACL. And so um, there's a video of me. Not marching down Fifth Avenue, but but being being rolled in a in a wheelchair <laughs> by the school principal, uh, you know, just freezing because it was it was snowing and and all that, and I wasn't wasn't You're moving. You're from California, anything. and I was from California, so doesn't snow there. Didn't much. know what snow was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: well, you both took a musical path and yeah. found yourselves meeting somewhere along the line. Where did you meet? We met on Martha's Vineyard. Um, was James
2: Taylor there? Yeah. <laughs> No, potentially. Well, we went to, well, <laughs> well, he we went to Carly you. Simon's store. Yeah, Carly mm-hmm. Simon had a store at the time, and we um, we both played at what used to be her. Um, she had a club called um, Hot Tin Roof. Hot Tin Roof, mm-hmm. and uh,
1: it was called Outerlands when we were there.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there there used to be a music school there that um, kind of a study off campus program mm-hmm. um, for college students, and that's where we met. Um, kind of hit it off. We both ended up in.
1: Mm, we kind of hit it off.
2: We, I, I I hit it off. Or you, you thought you you h- hit, it, hit off. it off more with me than I I guess I hit <laughs> it off with you. But we um, I no, did we, enjoy playing music. Yeah, with you. Um, we were kind
1: of friends. We were I sort guess.
2: of friends. Uh, we both ended up in in Asheville, North Carolina, where we joined an an ill fated artist commune. Hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: a couple years later, Mallory moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I followed her six months later, and we started this group, um, kind of just as a writing project um, mm-hmm. that turned into you know what to what it is. it is now
1: yeah because I was doing something totally like I was doing a rock and roll thing at the time and Scott was doing s- sad stuff I
2: guess <laughs> sad sad singer-songwriter <laughs> stuff you know if you emo, know the genre if,
0: if emo had a full exactly yeah
2: it's emo with beards yes. yeah it's, <laughs> So
3: yeah. Funny.
1: So, um, but then yeah, we just we started writing because we were writing songs that didn't fit what we were doing, and we mm. were like, "Well, this will be fun. We'll just finish each other's um, songs and, and sandwiches. sandwiches, senses and yeah. sandwiches." Yeah. 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 Uh, and so we, um, it, I don't know. It just it just ha- it happened really. It happened so naturally that I didn't realize it was happening. And and so like when we when we started writing together, about a month or two later, Scott was like, "We should name." this project and i was like i mean we we can if you really want like if you need a name for it but like it's not it's not anything like you name it whatever you want that's yeah, fine this isn't going anywhere yeah this isn't going anywhere but like I'm, I'm happy to go along for the ride sort of thing and then um and then we named it the rough and tumble and then now we're 11 years later. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's still not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think you like each other more than you did when you met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is certainly that is. No, that is we were best true. friends yeah.
1: by that time. And then a um, couple years later, we realized, oh, we should also date. Yeah. It would make this uh, that, very convenient really... if we were dating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and less awkward. Yes, yeah, exactly. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break from the chat and i will have you sing another song. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. What do you want to do? Tight? Tight mm. as I can? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll do another yeah, from... Uh, we'll do another from Love is Gross. This is the song. So a lot of the songs on Love is Gross uh, were commissioned love songs because people, I guess, whenever they want a song written, want it written for someone they love. And we were like, we don't really do love songs. And they were like, no, we are going to pay you money for them. And, and we were, were like, yeah, yeah we totally we do, do love songs. We lots of love, love songs. songs. Yeah. So um, so uh, after all these other love songs came in for all these other people, I was like, wait a second. I don't have a love song. And so I commissioned so She Scott, commissioned me. She said, you, said, you have two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. And so he wrote this song, and then he complained that I never paid him for it, but I also helped him finish (laughs) it. That's true.
2: (laughs) So. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, This is as tight as I can. One,
4: two, one, two,
5: three. Here I sit, trying to write a song for you. You read poetry you found in a yard, words don't come easy, gotta stretch them out before you push them through, having love so strong for you is never hard. There are songs about leaving, songs about grieving, but here's a song about holding on as tight as I can. gonna hold
4: on
5: to you as tight as I can I love to kiss you when you're madder than a diet diatribe when you smile out of the corner of your eye love surprises but you don't like to be surprised when the kick drum hits you in the heart and makes you cry there are songs about leaving sad songs for grieving but here's a song about holding on as tight as i can as tight as i
3: can as i
5: We're on my turn
0: Ruffin Tumler, my guest today on Acoustic Alternatives. Thank you for doing that one from Love is Gross, which uh, is it really available physically anymore? Do I have one of the very few? You have
1: one of the last ones. Uh, Yeah, we don't have, I mean, we have no more.
0: Yeah, we uh, we, we only made 100. um,
2: And uh, well, because, you know, it takes a lot of work to send, uh, you know, to make mixtapes for all of your (laughs) hundred closest friends. Uh, Thanks for including me in that uh, group.
0: So most of the time, as we mentioned, is spent on the road. Who drives the most? Uh, Scott. I
2: drive the most, um uh, Mallory navigates and um you know kind of makes sure that that we get to where we're supposed to go, which yeah. you know which you'd think would be easier than it is with with technology, but um it's um you know we we haul this sixteen foot camper, and so that that always adds just this other element of <laughs> of danger, you know yeah and, uh,
1: and looking ahead, yeah. yeah. So I won't say that we get into fights whenever Scott's navigating. Yeah.
2: No, no, no. no I, I, I will
0: wouldn't. say it, though. We, we get into fights whenever I am navigating. So. <laughs> you could let Siri do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. That's not where I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> did the dogs ever drive or do they not? They don't they're, have a license. They're
1: the least useful animals we've ever met. Oh, my goodness. They don't do anything. They yeah. sometimes will sell a T-shirt. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you know,
2: actually, last night we, we played uh, 20 Front Street, and we really leaned into the fact that if people don't buy t-shirts, our dogs do not eat. it's uh, <laughs> so. a guilt trip. It is, yeah. That's a yeah, good job.
1: Yeah, we let play. them know it's fine if they want to go home with that on their conscience. Okay, yeah.
0: sweet. <laughs> what's, what's the scariest thing that's happened on the road? I mean, the trailer kind of like pushing you down a mountain, I imagine, would be one of them. Yeah, yeah that, that was... You know, we uh, we burnt out a
2: bearing a couple times there in the axle of our, um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there on the camper. That was pretty scary. That was scary because... Th- there was just no way to move it, and, and we
1: were like right on the border of Nebraska and South Dakota. is at the time you're thinking mm-hmm. of, yeah, and so there there was nobody around. Like we called our insurance company, we called AAA, we ca- we like we called everyone, and they were like, yeah, nobody's gonna help you there. And we were like, cool. What do I do? We're stuck. Yeah, we were totally stuck. So we but...
2: found this this one tow truck driver who was maybe 30 miles away, and he drove up. His name was Pat. He drove up. Pat in, Bergen. Pat Bergen. He wow. drove up. And uh, he He's told like, us
1: he was like nobody's gonna help you here. Yeah. I guess I will. That's yeah. what he said.
2: So he <laughs> actually took us back to his garage, there yeah. at his house, uh-huh. and um, packed packed us some new bearings. Taught and, us
1: how to pack our own bearings.
2: Uh huh. And we then, stayed up till like twelve thirty, one o'clock.
1: But do you remember though that the trade off though he said was, I will fix this here tonight, if afterwards I can show you my antique jeep collection do That's you remember right. that so That's we finished right. packing our bearings at like one or two o'clock in the morning he's like well deals a deal and then he opened up his <laughs> garage and we had to look at every one of his antique jeeps when <laughs> there were so many so many antique so jeeps yeah we got to bed at like 3 a.m. and slept in his junkyard mm-hmm. left at 7 a.m. and got to Manhattan Kansas the next day for a show it was
0: he needs his own song you realize oh, he, I he really, know he really we does, dedicated
1: yeah. the next night's show to him but of course yeah. Um, what was his he gave us a giant pen it was like a one foot pen and he hands them out and he said i want I want your toes without uh, without losing uh, your what was it with um it was such a funny thing we should look it up again yeah. good old pat yeah I want, I want your to toes
2: with, without costing you an arm and a leg yes maybe,
1: that's what maybe? it was yeah. I want your toes without costing you an arm and a leg
0: toes I get it the yeah. toes. Yeah. Yeah. all right so the last time we got the to- <laughs> I like a good pun. I really yeah. do. <laughs> I'm banging into microphones as I hit my head. Yeah. We last got together in this kind of format of yeah. 2019. Yeah. 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 And your plans, as I listen back to that Aww. interview, for the summer of 2020 included driving to Alaska. To Alaska! To Alaska. Did you make it? We did not. No. no they. Um, we.
1: The borders were shut down, oh. and by the time we figured out that we couldn't go, it was too late to stay.
2: To, yeah, yeah. To get, like, it, it takes so much momentum to get up to Alaska, uh-huh. um, especially in in a camper and trying to you know book shows along the way. It just it didn't happen. So, Mm-mm. so we we have not yet made it to Alaska.
1: I know.
2: One of these days, we, of these days. we might end up flying. I don't know.
0: But it's, that also figures into your decision as to whether the the resting spot of your. Your camper is because you told me yeah. once you go to Alaska, then now and we've been everywhere we really want to go. Yeah, then and we can then we decide. Can, exactly. So we still haven't decided.
1: So we still haven't decided.
0: Yeah, it's still,
2: still still up in the air. We're still, um, you know, still in the camper for, for, for the now. foreseeable yeah, future. For the
0: foreseeable I future, mean, yeah.
1: So long as the axle holds. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it doesn't, we've been through five, we can keep going. <laughs> we can keep
0: going. <laughs> Well, the comic strip also happened back then. Did that yeah. have like a one-year life, or did it keep going after that?
1: It had a two-year life, okay. and then um, and then we dropped it. We were yeah. just sort of like it kind of had it had run its course, and we kind of um, wanted to let our friend Steve, who was doing it off off the hook, too. He, yeah, he we felt a, like we had to start paying him at a certain point. We didn't want to. pay we him. We
2: didn't want to pay him. So we, <laughs> no, no, no. He he, he he went to he went to radiology school, and that oh. is, yeah. uh, is you know.
0: We wanted to make a real living? Exactly, yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. cartoons.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, riding on the coattails of folk singers does not get you <laughs> not far. Get you very far. <laughs> I don't know
0: any folk singers with a comic strip other than you guys, yeah. so <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. I don't know about that. Um, what about uh, the book? You were talking about a travel book,
1: I think. We were kind of talking about that a little bit, and I'm not sure where we've landed on that just yeah, yet. Yeah, we've yeah, been they're... doing more writing, though. Like Both of us have been, have been kind of writing more outside of songs, and and that's been interesting, I think, but not something that we've landed firmly on. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it it takes takes a lot of time for these ideas to percolate. And, you know, I think back in twenty nineteen we had a lot of ideas. And <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know
1: And then our dreams were crushed.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> no, <I'm just laughs> no, no, and then then we got different ideas, you that's know. True. Um, and I think that happened with a lot of people. Like I think about the pandemic and I think about all of the bands that that no longer are playing shows. You know, mm-hmm. I think about all the bands that you know we're gonna make one CD and it was gonna be great, but they ended up making this other CD and it's, it's maybe just as great, but you know it's a different CD. I think is, I yeah. think we are all different people coming out of mm-hmm. out of the pandemic. And, yeah. um
0: How did you survive? Because playing shows is your livelihood. Did you? Was it commissioning the songs? That's it, really yeah, song commission.
1: And we had like we weren't moving, and so that kind of took out a lot of our cost of living um, we we were fortunate to be able to stay with Scott's parents at the time um, for about four months mm-hmm. at the time we were like oh two weeks and then it blows over we can hang out with Scott's parents for two weeks <laughs> yeah. And then four months later <laughs> four we were later. like we do need to leave
2: <sighs> yeah uh, but we we also ended up um, staying in you know some friends like extra houses we we were in a, a cabin in the woods in South Carolina mm-hmm. um,
1: where the where the movie Deliverance was filmed, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and there was no, um, there was no heat except for a wood stove. There was no internet, cell phone service. We had to like hike out to a waterfall to get like one bar of service. Uh-huh. We actually listened to the election on the radio. That's yeah. how we found yes. out everything.
2: Wow. <laughs> it's a real, real throwback.
1: It so, was. It was uh, a real throwback. Yeah.
0: That's living. Yeah. yeah. Well, the book was going to be called, I think, America from the rest stops, but maybe it's also <laughs> oh, from yes, the. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something along the lines of that. Wow. Guy. Yeah, I took notes. Yeah, yeah you must have. I, well, I was, yeah. just, I was listening back to what we talked about. I'm like, oh, what are we going to talk about this time? <laughs> so I imagine, though, being the kind of touring musicians that you are, that overseas dates are a little bit more challenging because yeah. you can't exactly take that thing. Yeah, of the you don't about really overseas. float
2: the camper. But um, do you
0: ever find yourself getting there
1: anyway? We dream of it. Oh. I think mm-hmm. we do. We dream of it, and we we would really we more now. I think. Pre-pandemic, we kind of were like, no, we're pretty happy right now. We enjoy we enjoy the back and forth. We enjoy it. But during the pandemic, all of a sudden it was like, I wanna go. I yeah. wanna leave. You know, and I think a lot of people got that itch too. Like suddenly these places that had no appeal whatsoever, they really wanted to go to. And mm-hmm. and that was us too. We kinda of just said it's time to start thinking about, you know, going overseas. I, th- I think it's it, it's the camper element, but I think it's also the dog element. Like, one of our dogs is getting older, and we think of it in terms of, like, uh, do we want to leave during these, like, last prime years for however many months? And um, we're suckers, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We're real big suckers. And so, um, I don't know, we, we kind of balance, like, I mean, we're not ever going to not have dogs either. So we need to consider that that – that can't be a factor right. in, in going overseas, but... Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, when your job, your hobby became your job, did that change your approach to songwriting at all? Or were you just writing what you were feeling anyway? You know, we um, we were writing what we were feeling.
2: Um, you know, before before we went full-time, I was working at a coffee shop, and Mallory was uh, a nanny and was doing mm-hmm. various odd jobs in Nashville. And... Um, you know we we always i mean we got into doing music because we liked writing songs mm-hmm. and I, I think the idea back then was you know you write a song about what you're feeling and you also write a song about what you what you're not feeling mm-hmm. and you try and write a song about what somebody else is feeling and um you know and at the end of the day you you might have you know a good song and um <laughs> and so when we moved into the camper i think I think we did start writing about, about the road and the places we've we've been. And I, I think that that really is kind of, that perspective maybe is is something that, that opened up for us. Um,
1: mm-hmm. But then after we were out there longer, I, I feel like we, um, the excitement of the road kind of wore, and it became normal. Not that it wore off, but it, it became more normal. And so then we were sort of able to move more, internally and um and that's when we sort of excavated like we're only family if you say so like that's when those sort of things because the the day-to-day life of just surviving out there was no longer you know the most pressing thing on our brains we were able to sort of like we had the luxury almost of, of having no ties oops sorry no ties anywhere but also being able to um go deeper and figure figure those things out and so I think we're only family if you say so kind of came on the end of the road is crazy and exciting and here's like some really hard relationships from our 20s that we wanted to sing about in these like you know love relationships and then we went cool we're in our 30s now we're not only surviving we're not worried about feeding ourselves let's figure out where some of this you know excess darkness but also this excess creativity is coming from mm. and um and so that's that's where family mm. came came from I think and and now I don't know we're we're writing um we're we're just this month actually we we set out in June to write a song a day um on any day that is not a show day. Like, we, we have limits here. Mm-hmm. And um, and we just finished, mm-hmm. at today's July 1st. And so we just finished. And we ended up with 11 songs out of the 16 days that we didn't have shows. And another so album. Yeah, yeah and, and we've already collected these other songs that we're excited about, and so we're going to try and figure out which ones are going. But I've noticed in this last month that the place we're writing from now, it doesn't seem to emulate the road, and it doesn't seem to emulate this, you know you know childhood trauma or these darker places but it seems to be um I don't want to call it prophetic because that sounds very weird but um but it seems to be almost grasping at this other place that we're not even sure of yet and and I think I think sometimes when you write you write yourself into your future and um I think that's what we've been doing lately Mm -hmm. does do you think that's true I think that's true are we just talking about it for the first
0: time right now? We, we are, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in, in front of me, a camera, and a recording it Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Glad I could be there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are pretty prolific, though. I mean, for, for as long as you've been doing this, you have a pretty, I only have a few of them in front of me, but a pretty deep catalog. You're regularly, yeah. regularly releasing records, and yeah. on yeah. the road, I mean, you've got to find time to stop and record them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. imagine some, I mean, you sell merch at shows, but there's also the digital world, which to me is not my favorite world because I'd rather okay. hold things. Yeah, so was, thank you for yeah, doing same this. Same. Which of your songs, though, has performed best as a, a digital song? Which one brings you the royalty checks that get mailed to who knows where because you don't have a mailbox? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: so there's this song Pieces and Pieces, um, which we originally wrote for um, – That's an old one. That's it is. My first time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 20, 2015. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wrote it for a soundtrack for a short film about PTSD among women exiting the military, mm-hmm. and uh, we filmed a music video for it. Mm-hmm. But um, Mallory's sister um, <laughs> sent us a link to this podcast called Welcome to Night Vale, um, which is this kind of science fiction podcast. But um, we love it. We, we we do love it. It's a um, but during the uh, during every episode they they take a break to go to the weather, which is you know, a song that is played. And so I think that song, we entered that song, it made it onto the podcast and we've got a bunch of cool. bunch of streams from that. Yeah, but, um, because
1: of that, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh.
2: So.
0: Well, seeing you guys live is a great way to connect with your music because you always tell the story mm-hmm. behind the song, which I think is important for this kind of music. Yeah. So before you do your next song, give me a story. Yeah.
1: You wanna do Joni? Yeah,
0: let's do let's do Joni. kind of obvious what this is about. <laughs> how, how did you write it anyway? Give me a story.
1: We had just, um, so Joni is a song that we started writing, uh, we had just visited some friends in South Dakota and they are, um, they're both in their 80s, their mid 80s and they returned, she's originally from South Dakota and she returned back there um, and they started uh, I think just about 10 years ago they started regenerational farming out there which is a very controversial thing to be doing in South Dakota mm-hmm. because you're surrounded by all this big ag and if you're choosing to not use pesticides to not do all this and to also like try and get the land back to a place where it's kind of self-thriving um, it it can make you kind of a you know stick out in your community but mm-hmm. they are also people who love their community and are trying very hard to, um, to, to do them well and Mm -hmm. to be kind and to bring music into their community. And they're, they're just all around wonderful people. But they told us this story about how, um, in this particular part of South Dakota, they are, um, there are no longer any natural pheasants because of the hunting industry that has come in. And so there's these, um, these people are flying in from California and from New York and all these like, you know, big, who want to have this hunting experience. And so people have, they've killed off all of the natural pheasants and they are now farm raising these pheasants and they put them all in a bag. And right before the hunters come in, they like swing them around and then throw them out so that everybody's always guaranteed to take home a pheasant. Absolutely. And so um, it's just this crazy, you know, new industry that's being born in South Dakota, and um, and because everybody's trying to protect these farm-raised pheasants, they're now killing off the hawks, who are sometimes mm-hmm. will kill the pheasants. Killing off the coyotes. They're killing who, off the coyotes, yeah, and so they're just destroying like this whole ecosystem in order to accommodate these people who are flying in for a weekend to have a bachelor party, yeah. and um, and we just like I mean that's a that's pretty. St- startling like Mm -hmm. that's a pretty startling story to hear about in the prairie but um after we left we started writing this song and and we were still in the mode of writing for we're only family if you Mm -hmm. say so and and I I got to thinking a lot about um about my childhood and how like it was such a a weird um split because on one hand I'm only allowed to listen to to Christian music, but then on the other hand, my mom is slipping me Joni Mitchell and Janis Joplin under the under the door, and um, and on one hand, like I'm learning, you know, we had um, about 85 acres growing up at, at this cabin in the woods, and and I'm learning about like. The tr- names of the trees and the preservation of the land, and on the other hand, my dad is an excavator doing commercial developments who's angry whenever these surveyors come out to try and protect the wetlands. And he's saying, you know, it's all in God's time. It's all, you know, it's all the Lord's work, you know. And 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 so like I'm living in this constant dichotomy between taking care of the earth and destroying it, and um and making a living on it, mm-hmm. you know. So Joni came from a like a very rich like many stories but um, but it also came out so simply we were just sitting in Nebraska and I was like we had to write this song yeah
2: and I mean boiled down it's it's simply what would the world be like if we had listened to Joni Mitchell and uh, so so that is this song it's called Joni
5: To Joni and the song that she had sung. She was crying for our apples.
3: Now we're crying for the spots on our lung. Farmer gotta make a living, corporate gonna cut their dime. Why didn't we listen to Joni back when we had the time? Why don't we listen to the red tail? Why don't we go and let them fly? Fels won't make it through winter But it's not under hawk's eyes. there's big business in the prairie And the commissioner's gone blind Why don't we listen to the red tail? While we still have the time While we have the time To the call in the wilderness and the warm October wind. Can't hardly breathe between the cornfields that we can eat and the highway that never ends. There's oil in the water. There's war inside those drums. When will we listen to the call? a cold autumnal day was in a big yellow taxi i watched take my old man away said he gotta make a living and the lord will come in time he can't hear me your Joni. can't even hear the spotted apple of his eye Ooh. Bop, 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 bop. Ooh ba up, ba ba
0: one of your best oh. Joni is yeah, the name of the song The Rough and Tumble here on Acoustical Turns you can find that on the album or Only Family if you say so <laughs> and now with the backstory I understand how it fits in with the family dynamic yeah. I didn't necessarily yeah. I, the song stands out because of just it's a well written song and it, it gets you but now I understand why it yeah. fits into yeah. the family stories yeah. Yeah. otherwise it's just a song on a record it seems out of place yeah <laughs> You know, should have been higher up
2: on the track with <laughs> as we uh, as we got to thinking about you know Family, like it, it, uh, it got to be this thing where, it, like, what isn't, you know, what part of a family, family? Re- relationship, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, and and what what isn't a relationship between neighbors too, you know, mm-hmm. um, so. Mm-hmm.
0: I noted that that was the follow up to an album that you released. That in the liner notes you say was recorded during a year of honesty, and this is a little bit more honesty <laughs> to follow up the year of honesty. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. true. That's right because uh, Howling Back of the Wounded Dog that was our yeah. year of, of honesty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just a little. Oh man, that's crazy. Observation
0: of mine when I was kind of reviewing everything. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Honesty is kind of like dominoes, you know. It, <laughs> it, 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 it you just started at rolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of that, then because you guys are on the road together all the time. No couple is perfect. You must argue. <laughs> you must. How do you find solitude? I mean, you're you're together, all the time. solitude? Yeah. Um,
1: how do we find, how solitude?
0: we find solitude? The woods. Well, I, I imagine it's the woods. Run it, away to the woods. It is. It, it we it often is, yeah. will
1: go out in uh, to state parks or you know any any sort of wooded area, and then um, somebody will get claim camper and somebody will claim outside, and then we we have our separate time. But we also have you know together solitude. well I think we're I mean we do argue don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but I think we're pretty lucky in um, in the way that we've both worked toward uh, communicating and I think we're in a place now in the last couple of years where we communicate what we need Mm -hmm. and um, and the other person can then not have to read minds to figure it out and I think that goes a long way so so if I say I really need to sit here and read a book and not hear anything, Scott will be like, "Cool, putting on my headphones." <laughs> like not, and it's sometimes that's all the solitude that we need is just one person sitting on the couch and one person sitting on the bed, but because um, it is a very small space, mm-hmm. but. I don't know, we don't often need that anymore like we used to. Yeah. As soon as we figured it out that we I, needed to ask for it, we didn't need it as much.
2: We we also have started kind of finding our own hobbies in yeah, you know, what when we have time for hobbies. Um,
0: making artwork is a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, too. Yeah.
2: Mallory uh, Mallory's been been making books. She's been building these journals. Um, mm-hmm. she's a bookbinder. A book binder. Um, oh. And so, you know, Mallory will go off and spend four hours. You know, at a library, building books, and um, you know, I'll have some time to play guitar. Or um, I've been making these block prints. I've been, you know, carving them out of like which is rubber. actually what
1: Love Is Gross is. Yeah, yeah, I drew it, and he carved it out and made the yeah. made the stamp. Yeah.
2: It's, it's like whittling. You know, sure. it's it, you know, <laughs> it's there like there, there are these activities that you can find that that yeah. are just really good for your brain you know just to kind of relieve stress
1: i think that's funny that you call it whittling because when we first met in your early in our early 20s you actually said i think someday i'd like to become a whittler and i was like nobody aspires aspires to be a whittler whittler,
0: sentence has never been spoken before right there (laughs) i want to be a whittler you find it by default yeah yeah
2: you did you found it
0: what about when you get sick i mean Uh, solitude's harder there like how do you find a doctor when you're on the road you don't have a a the, regular the doctor, physician. You know? Yeah,
2: we, um, you know, we've we've had to go to some ERs. We've had to go go to some clinics. We've urgent had, to, care, um, yeah. Urgent yeah, yeah. yeah, urgent care. Yeah, I sliced open my thumb once during uh, during a recording session, and uh, yeah, we've we found a an urgent care. You right know, away. and. Um,
1: We've been pretty fortunate there as well. Yeah. Veterinarians is another. You know. Yeah. <laughs> dogs, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have like we have emails and mail from veterinarians all over this country. Yeah.
2: yeah we get we get Christmas cards from from, from veterinary <laughs> offices from from all over the country.
0: How do they find you? There's no mailing address. Yeah, I know. It. I know yeah. it. <laughs> What about insurance, though? I mean, do can, 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 can traveling musicians have insurance? We, we do not. We do. Well, not we, we do. Not. We do not have health
2: insurance. Um, we have
1: car insurance. We have car
2: insurance. We have. Um,
1: Camper insurance.
2: Uh, we have homeowners insurance. We, we need to we, change this. I know. Yeah.
0: There needs to be something that. I mean. Well, we
2: need to move our residents out of Tennessee. Yeah, and I, right. think, I think that's I part think of that, the key. That would have. Uh, that would do it. So. But yeah, we we borrow a friend's address. I shouldn't be telling you. Oh, this no, is on the radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, really? Radio. Yeah. There, there are all these workarounds that you could yes. find. Um, Fair so, enough. Let's uh, drop it. Yeah. You're <laughs> off the hook. Next subject.
0: Here's a tougher subject. What would happen if there was no coffee? Oh, oh okay,
2: no. John. Here's the thing. We <laughs> this um, is bad. This is this is the hardest thing we've ever done. We um this year we um.
1: Oh, it's a lot. It's a long build up, though. We quit drinking two years ago or Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago. Coffee
0: or alcohol? Alcohol. Alcohol.
1: And then we started working out, which was cool. Yeah. Getting really (laughs) super ripped.
2: <laughs> or come on, yeah. Or we're just, here, <laughs> or, or you know, it's. <laughs> oh like
1: man, it. I don't want to break the mic. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Uh, the, not mine. But so. but then we, it was like this natural progression. But although last year I started having a little bit of vocal trouble, and I went, everything's fine, everything's totally fine, and um, I'm in really good shape. But we were like, well, let's take some extra precautions. This is the worst decision we've ever made, but we're sticking to it. On show days, we do not drink coffee anymore. We drink tea. And I tell you, the first month of doing this was treacherous for our relationship. Like it was, Mm -hmm. I didn't know if we were gonna make, we've made it through so much, but I didn't know if we were gonna make it through that. But here we are, we haven't had coffee. High
0: five.
2: Would you have known? No, I don't drink coffee, so I Oh oh yeah, you see, it's it's one of the, man, I love coffee. I'm wearing a coffee Coffee shirt, shirt. you know.
1: we think about coffee on our like it'll get to be about two o'clock in the afternoon and then we'll go oh man remember that we get coffee tomorrow morning like it's just like it's one of those things that we really really look forward to discipline I like yeah yeah Yeah, guys,
0: I I admire a lot of like your relationship and your dynamic and your commitment to what you're doing seriously I mean you're a great example of how to to be a good couple Oh, oh
1: thanks thanks I mean that yeah
0: I hope we get a badge for that. I know. (laughs) There's no badges in here, sorry. (laughs) The the
2: John Bomarito Good Couple (laughs) Awards.
0: (laughs) Don't have those yet. I guess we're going to start now. Uh, So you've been at it a long enough time to kind of have, I suppose, an idea of where you're headed. And do you have like a, we want to get to this level and we'll be satisfied. Like, do you want to be playing... Amphitheaters, or are you happy, happy with listening rooms? Is there is there a band you're trying to achieve the same success level as?
1: Oh, we don't do that. We, we try not to compare and despair anymore. That's fine. I, yeah. there's, there are aspirations, but I think aspirations quickly turn into despair for us, for okay. us in particular. Yeah. And we've wasted too much time comparing. So we don't have a band in mind that we would want to follow. But I think we do always want to play bigger spaces. Although mm-hmm. so I was just telling you the other day, I was like, man, I'm seeing all of these you know, bands that were like in our field uh, playing the same rooms as us and now they're on these big stages and I'm watching and I was like, I don't want to have to wear those costumes. So whatever <laughs> the level is that you can get to that you don't have to wear the costumes, gotcha. that's the level yeah. that would be okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm not four, against sequence.
0: 400 to a thousand, but yeah. not, <laughs> yeah. not, yes, not 15,000 is not so interesting <laughs> yeah. for yeah. The, the amount of people in the room. Right? Yes, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So. Last September, you, you put out two new songs that were written during um, that time, "Pie" and "Make Away." Yeah, b- beautifully passionate expressions of these social, political, and m- medical turbulence folks have been enduring since March of 2020. Yeah. Uh, did those not make it on a record because they just don't fit a theme?
2: You know, we those actually were put out by a small record label um, in in Portland, um, and um, they wanted to do just just two songs, and, and we thought, you know, we'll s- stick those on on them. We'd, mm-hmm. we'd written them after the family record. and um,
1: Yeah, and they were two songs that um, we felt urgent, more urgent about than waiting for a record as well, and I guess they still stand in their urgency, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They, I guess they are kind of these outliers, but we also just kind of wanted the opportunity to experiment. You know, like, here's, here's these songs that are relatively simple in their structure but they're they're pull they're they're holding a lot of punch I think and so we wanted to kind of have that experimentation musically as well in the studio and have time to just kind of pour over a song as opposed to the way we usually do it which is run into the studio one week get 10 songs out go you know and so it was kind of a fun a fun way to do that.
0: Maybe I'm misinterpreting "Pie," but it seems like it's more relevant in the last couple of weeks. Oh, oh, like like yeah. as of last
2: Friday, yeah. it is super relevant. R- yeah, relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a song about about women's right to choose and yeah. um, and about the ways that um. I mean when we introduce the song we say that it is it is clearly only about pie. That's what and, we tell them. Um, you can pick any pie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah big, very yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. smart. Yeah. But um, no, it's it is certainly about about women's rights mm-hmm. and um, fair enough. Yeah.
0: Which are human rights, which, which <laughs> we should we should just state. Thanks for um, saying
1: so Scott. Yeah. That's really big of you. <laughs>
0: So what's next for the duo? What it, what it, I mean, the 11 songs you just wrote, are gonna you plan to record them? Yeah, I think them. some
1: of them are gonna be, yeah, we're going into the studio in September. So nice. okay. um, I think we have a title. I think we have, we have, mo- we we, have some yeah, of the songs picked out.
2: Yeah, and.
1: So this was the writing month. July is the paring down which ones are we choosing month. August is the uh, practicing month. Rehearsing mm-hmm. month and then September we record.
2: We record with uh, with Dave Coleman down in East Nashville. He's done our last four records and he's just he's a fantastic producer, you know, he's guitarist, really all around, too. just great guy
1: and um, very patient man.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> but he works really fast, which is yeah. which is great. Like um, yeah. So
0: is Alaska still in the? maybe
2: 2024 yeah okay, it's wow. it's a it's a someday kind of thing it okay. is. It, it right. just, although um,
1: sometimes i don't know
2: you know there are all these um these artist residency programs up there mm-hmm. and uh we would love to get into one of those um where we would go there for two weeks to a month and, and would write it be a
1: different way of experiencing alaska than the way that we had thought we would but i think yeah it's interesting I don't know. Let's well, put a ellipses on that. Is that what we're calling yeah. it? <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe we'll just take a cruise. You know, yeah. and, uh, I might do that it myself it. someday. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, I love hearing your stories and your songs, and I wouldn't mind if you could do one more yeah, before we close the song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. John. What are you gonna do, Scotty? You
2: wanna do? do? Uh, you, wanna do um, you wanna do painters, or do you, yeah, you wanna do
0: other
1: do others. nothing? Oh, either one is fine with me. What would let's, you like? Let's do painters. Okay. No. This is a song we wrote in Michigan.
0: You like it here? We love it here. Yeah, we good, do good especially
1: state. in the summer I would have nothing to say about your winters but because we nice. can't be here
0: we well, could be here but <laughs> you don't want to be here you want to be here in the fall in upper Michigan as well watch the leaves fall
1: oh yeah I would well future future ideas yeah. Alaska and Michigan and in, in Michigan. the winter <laughs> not in the
0: winter in the fall we don't want to be here in the winter come back in October go up north <laughs> Oh, man, All
1: right. This song is called Painter Sorrow. We wrote it after the Nor'easter
3: Festival uh, a
1: couple years ago. So, ready? Yep. Yeah. One, two,
3: three, four. And I've been crying about how I don't belong. And it's not a question, is it something new? Haven't heard before Oh, maybe it's an ancient Ago, the moving of the blood How long, how long, how long, how long And you've been saying you wish it was before Maybe last November when I lost my temper Cause I always needing more You miss it by an eyelash Or it's behind another door How long, how long, how long, how long? long? Why is the light never right in this room? Colors are starting to run. Let me get closer and want to get closer to you. tarot card. She said all your waiting would bring reward of a pretty young thing along. Why did we act like strangers and pretend we weren't in love? How How long? How long? How long? How long? How long? Others are starting to run. Let me get closer and wanna get closer and we are a painter's sorrow on a pale afternoon. Wanna get closer and wanna get closer to you.
5: All the blue and white that falls in North New
3: England. Can we paint what we don't know? Why is the light never right in this room? Mm-hmm. Wanna get closer, yeah. Why is the light never?
0: Another track that appears on the 2020 album, Our Only Family, If You Say So, Painter's Sorrow with The Rough and Tumble. Thank you to both of you. Thank,
2: Thank you, John. Yes. Speaking uh, of Nor'easter,
0: which was your favorite this year? I mean, maybe act you hadn't seen before and really enjoyed.
1: Oh, man. Oh, like man. our favorite
2: act this, this year? This
0: past year that oh, maybe you hadn't seen before, because I know sometimes I have the same acts.
2: You know, uh, we, did, we did see Amy Petty for the first time. We uh, did. Which was great. <gasps> that was uh, tr- Yes. We yeah. saw we saw Rachel Davis. Um, She's amazing. Oh, was Th- those fantastic. are fantastic. Those are the top two for me. Yeah. There. Um gosh always always though um rochelle clark and, and, and jason denny. denny two of our favorites oh, oh and annie gosh. and rod caps oh yeah mm.
1: don't make us choose don't yeah. choose
2: yeah. never <laughs>
0: mind you're done so yeah. lucky
2: nows, roscoe <laughs> yeah.
0: there are just so so many fantastic yeah. fans at a fantastic festival yeah well, there you go it was good to run into you guys there and, yeah. and yeah. enjoyed your sets it's yeah. really fun thank you for being part of the podcast of course thanks, thanks for asking thanks us. For having us look forward to the next release later this year however yeah. long it takes to record and put out i mean yeah. Yeah, Seems like it's pretty quick, as you said. Early
1: 2023, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the that's the goal anyway. Yeah. Very nice. Well, be safe out there, and I look forward to being your dogs in a couple minutes. Yes, yes. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Another podcast hopefully coming soon. Uh, thank you again to Grove Studios for being a great host. Grove Studios is the spot that, again, if you're a musician, a DJ, a podcaster, and you need a space to rent to get out of the house and do it somewhere else, this is a place to do it. Thanks to them, and thanks to the Rough and Tumble.